Welcome to The Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today, we are going to be covering minute 36, which goes from 35 to 35.59 on the clock. Uh, we are starting with Dustin Moskovitz, mid-sentence, having interrupted Mark from one of his many micro-naps that he's been taking whilst he's been doing a ton of coding for Facebook. Um, I should say the Facebook. Um, and he's asking them about this girl that is in his art history class. Uh, This inspires Mark, who then runs across campus in the middle of the snow, just wearing his uh, flip-flops and a, I don't know, dressing gown? Or, I don't know, he's he's not dressed for the weather, quite frankly. Uh, He arrives at his dorm, and he is greeted by Eduardo, and then he finally adds the one thing that that the entire site had been waiting for, um, which is the relationship status. Uh, But obviously, we stop just as they get to the door, um, with Eduardo asking the question, (laughs) you slept yet? And of course, Mark saying... Absolutely. Uh, Which we can see from his face, he definitely has not slept in quite a while. And joining me to talk about this minute today is Scott Corelli. Hello, Scott. Hello. Thanks for having me. Uh, You know, we are getting here the kind of the inspirational moment. Um, You know, we've had the gradual build, you know, through the depositions of, you know, the back and forth between the Winklevoss twins and Divya and, you know, Mark kind of asking about when's the site going to be ready? When's the site going to be ready? And off to the side of that, we've had Mark saying to Eduardo, I've got a great idea for a site. And his kind of gradual, you know, uh, addition of things. Um, you know, previously he'd asked for, a, you know, a Linux server or Linux, I guess you might say it that way. Um, and of course, you know, um, you know, Eduardo agreed to the money without, you know, a, a kind of hesitation, uh, which leads to one of my favorite exchanges when Mark's like, I've already done it. Um so now we are kind of getting to the final phase of, you know, the, the launch of the Facebook. Uh, we found out through the various legal means that it had already been registered as a website. Um, you know, Mark is putting the finishing touches to it, just as Dustin Moskovitz. In the last minute, he kind of entered into this uh, this room full of computers and, and asked Mark the question. Well, he just said Mark a couple of times in the previous minute. But now he's saying, you know, there's this girl in your art history class. Um, you know, do you happen to know if she has a boyfriend? Um, and I kind of like how, you know, um, you know, Mark kind of goes from being half asleep to then all of a sudden kind of, you know, we see the kind of light bulb moment. It feels very kind of like, um, I don't know, it just feel, it, it feels like something that probably never happened. <laughs> um, but, you know, the way that kind of this it just feels like, you know, there's a few times in this script where kind of Aaron Sorkin kind of intrudes a little bit. And I feel like they kind of needed a way to put a cap on. Um, the creation of Facebook, like the final step before it went live. And, you know, it feels like this, this kind of, this inspiration is like a good, a kind of good way to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the cherry on top. This prop- yeah, it's, uh, it's the thing that, you know, became so famous, um, you know, that a film called It's Complicated came out <laughs> using, you right. know, the kind of the, the Facebook. So that's, that's how much it kind of seeped into the culture so quickly. Um, so it's interesting here, you know, like the, we, we get this kind of moment of inspiration, particularly, I think it works as a nice contrast between, you know, the kind of the previous few minutes where we've had these emails back and forth and the picture is very much being painted that Mark Zuckerberg stole this idea. Mm-hmm. And here we're kind of almost given a counter to it where it's like, oh no, he was inspired by certain things. And this is kind of the, an inspirational moment. Like this is where he kind of came up with something that obviously, you know, everyone kind of knew as part of the kind of the basic. Mm-hmm. Whenever you kind of, you know, when you first started your your very first Facebook profile, you know, this was one of the things where, you know, it was one of the kind of questions you had to kind of answer. Um, and I, I kind of like also, you know, in the many years since it's become fodder for, you know, many hacky sitcoms mm-hmm. where someone changing their Facebook status 
um, you know, their kind of relationship status on Facebook has be- has like become like a thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the kind of the, the most hackiest of sitcoms have just used it as like as if it's this important step to kind of declare in public, you know, your relationship status with someone via a social network. Um, so I guess it is kind of an important moment to put in the film. Uh, I don't think it ever happened like this. I don't know if there ever was a Stephanie Attis. I don't know if she ever took art history at Harvard. Yeah. Um, this feels like it's a little bit of a setup for something that pays off later on, uh, where we find out one of the uses that Mark, you know, uh, had, you know, Facebook do, um, you know, when it started off, and, and kind of that art history thing. It's it feels like one of those sorking kind of setups. Something which will, you know, we'll see paid off in a couple of minutes' time for something from the first conversation, which, you know, was basically five minutes of setup between two people, you know, talk of finals clubs and, you know, uh, rowers and, you know, various things like that. They've all gradually paid off. And this is this is a nice little thing. It won't take very long for this to pay off, you know, 10 minutes time, it'll be done. Uh, but I think it's just a nice little detail that they kind of throw in here. Um, also that kind of Dustin Moskovitz is, is interested in this, like Stephanie Attis, like, I, I, I like that there's kind of almost like a side movie going on with the, you know, the other people in the dorm who are like just kind of living their life. And, you know, we, we saw dust dust in the, uh, the Caribbean night and now he's got this interest in Stephanie Attis. Like it feels like there's a kind of side, a kind of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern going on of, you know, Chris Hughes and Dustin Moskovitz kind of just having a normal life at Harvard um, and occasionally getting kind of pulled into, you know, the the Eduardo and Mark show. I guess going back to the to the relationship status uh, addition, um, yeah, this is this is probably the you know in a movie that is pretty much top to bottom perfect. I think this is this is the moment where it loses its five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, <laughs> This is this is the hacky moment. Like this is the moment that is like like the music music biopic moment of like wait, play that yeah. play that again. Um like it's it's that moment. Like it's really hacky and like not good and it feels it feels very much like Aaron Sorkin was just like I don't know, whatever. Or like maybe it was a studio note, you know, where like the studio was like, when I think of Facebook, I think of the relationship <laughs> status. Can you put in a scene where he comes up with that? And he's like, sure, but I'm not going to try. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, because yeah, it, 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 it does feel a little bit like someone going, oh, I can see some smoke on the water and someone being like, hold on, wait there a second. What did you just say? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it definitely feels like that moment. It's it's the one moment in this movie where you f- suddenly feel like you're watching uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, um, and uh, it's uh, it's not a good feeling. It definitely takes me out of it. And then and then it, it is immediately the worst part about it. It is it's immediately followed up with probably my least favorite thing in this movie, like totally, which is that you could easily cut probably 15 20 minutes out of this movie if you just stopped showing mark going to places like (laughs) just show him leaving one place and arriving somewhere else you don't need to show him running through campus or whatever and like you could literally cut 20 minutes out of this movie if you just removed all the scenes of him walking to places uh I I think this is meant to be a contrast though because obviously you know after after Mark split up with Erica he had the sad walk back to his dorm mm-hmm. um and obviously here instead of sadly walking back to Kirkland he is running to Kirkland 
and you know he's he's not dressed for the weather like which again is i, I think it's that that's kind of interesting because it's just a little kind of you know later on it becomes like a thing you know the fact that he's going to you know go to a meeting in his dressing gown and mm-hmm. you know and kind of the the flip flops become a bone of contention between him and eduardo later on in the film where we get the you know the one f bomb that this film uses um so it's it's just kind of until this point i don't think we've really seen mark you know, other than kind of, you know, sadly walking back to Kirkland, we haven't really seen him kind of in his his uniform, as it were. And so this is the first kind of time where we get to see that. And of course, it's done with the contrast of like he's running through snow, mm-hmm. um, you know, like even though he's not dressed for the weather, he's wearing shorts and flip flops and it just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think that's a nice little detail. But yeah, there is a lot of I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just David Fincher really likes the kind of you know this this kind of thing of like hit, following a person somewhere mm-hmm. or i don't know if they just like the energy of like jesse eisenberg running down these stairs mm-hmm. or it's a good it's a good stair run i gotta say yeah, like sure you know there's enthusiasm there you know he really sells like whatever this idea is he does kind of make you think oh it's it's so exciting he's going to run out into the snow in flip-flops yeah um and then the payoff you know in the next minute is not as exciting as yeah this. but yeah the, like this, the, you know. but, the, but on the flip side of that <laughs> flip um i i would say that um uh, what other option did he have it's not like it's not like he's because he's leaving in a hurry he's walking through the snow in his in his flip-flops that's just what he's wearing like he has flip-flops he doesn't have another option so even if he just left with no bright idea he still would have had to walk home in the snow in the flip-flops i mean he got there in the snow in the flip in the flip-flops so um i don't know yeah i don't know i i, I mean yeah go ahead <laughs> i i i mean also we you know we get uh we get kind of eduardo you know is already at the door and he says you know we were supposed to meet at 9 you know ha- have have you slept yet um and that that's kind of where the minute finishes um and so I, I, it's weird that Eduardo is kind of sitting outside the like their own shared like area. Like I find that a little bit weird, but I guess you know again they, I think this is meant to emphasize that you know Mark has been so busy coding um, that he's just lost track of time and he hasn't been sleeping. And mm-hmm. you know I, I, again it's I think it's it's kind of trying to build a little bit of that kind of the myth of the genius, like someone who yeah. you know kind of goes for hours coding and just kind you know like that that whole thing is kind of being built up just a little bit but in reality it just makes just well, makes him someone who's a little bit late to places i i actually i actually think it does i weirdly i think it does the opposite i don't think um i think that well, the thing that this movie's good at is it actually um uh 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 sort of negates the myth of the genius because the myth the 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 genius myth is that like everything comes easy to them and like they don't have to tr- they just get these amazing ideas and then they do the amazing idea and that's like that's all there is to it right there's no hard work involved and at least this is showing that like no he spends hours and hours coding like like yeah, you might want to call you might call him a genius but like not really he just works hard and like buries his uh his 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 whole life in code for a while and then comes out the other end is like i i have facebook now <laughs> enjoy um, <laughs> I, I i don't know yeah. like I, I i actually do like that and i like i like the fact that um uh that he is you know jesse eisenberg is playing him somewhat um uh on the spectrum uh, and I, I like that he is on the spectrum because uh, it, it does a couple of things. Like, one, 
it it again sort of negates the genius the genius trope right where where it's like no he's 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 on the spectrum so like the fact that he's so obsessive about this stuff is because of that not because he's a genius um number one and number two it also adds to the um the fact that like this whole movie is about whether or not he stole facebook and i think that from his perspective being on the spectrum He's like, no, my idea is a completely different idea. And he can't even comprehend that someone could see it differently. And, and, yeah. and so, like, I think him, be, him being that the fact that Jesse Eisenberg plays him on the spectrum. And I don't know if, if that was something that he talked about with Aaron Sorkin or David Fincher or if that was something that the three of them all agreed on was that they were going to play Mark Zuckerberg on the spectrum or if that was a Jesse Eisenberg decision to play him on the spectrum. Um, but I think that it was a really important piece of this movie because it's, it's the only reason that I feel any empathy toward Mark Zuckerberg at all. Like, if he wasn't on the spectrum, it was like, no, this guy just stole this idea from these guys. Um, and this movie is just full of people that are completely unlikable except for uh, Andrew Garfield. Like, it's like that's the only guy that I have any feel warm feelings toward. Um, so at least in this, in this instance, because he's on the spectrum, he, it's sort of like, well, I mean, it's not, his, it's not really his fault that he does. Like, from his perspective, he didn't steal it. Like, it, it had nothing in common with what they were doing because it had, like, yeah. three differences, right? But, but like, he's like, you know, those three differences are everything. Like, I thought of this on my own. But, like, to them, they're like, well, I mean, it's similar enough that it's basically the same thing, which is how most humans would probably view it. Um, but because Mark is on the yeah. spectrum, he doesn't view it that way. So I think I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Jesse Eisenberg's performance in this film. Um, and I think yeah. that the biggest part of it is his decision to... Uh, uh, or his collective decision to play Mark on the spectrum. I think it was really important that he did that because I think it, it's what makes the whole movie work. Um, it, I mean, it's interesting because uh, obviously, I mean, the, the line I would say that it kind of is is the most like, you know, uh, music biopic is when he's like, you know, people don't just walk around on a, you know, with a sign on them that says, and then the kind of, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, <laughs> like, hold on a second. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in this in the script, Aaron Sorkin actually describes it as Mark stops short right there because in his head he's just discovered the cure for cancer. Uh -huh. um, and I feel like Jesse Eisenberg really sells that script direction. Yeah. In, on the performance. Oh yeah. Like that's that's how big it feels. Yeah. Um, and, and you know him running out of the room kind of makes it. It does make you like obviously. I guess if you've never used Facebook in your life, then that idea suddenly you're like, you're like, what, what has he thought of? What's going on? What's happening? Like, you mm -hmm. know, I, I guess maybe, but I, I, you know, obviously the irony is everybody who saw this film probably already had Facebook. So, right. they, you know, they were aware of that thing. Um, well, and it, but, but yeah. it's, but I mean, it's I, good because the way that it's played, you know, uh, like, like I said, it is the hackiest part of the movie, but I will give credit where credit's due. They never come out and say, People don't wear a sign that says whether they're single or not, or people don't just wear their relationship sign, like relationship status on them, um, or walk around telling people their relationship status. Like they don't go out and at least say that. And so, like, yes, everyone knows what a relationship status. Everyone has a, a Facebook, but he trails off there because while he's getting the idea, 
everyone watching the movie is like, oh, you know, so it, it, it yeah. it's like it's like you're getting the idea at the same time he is. And so it kind of works from that perspective, I guess. Um, yeah. You're like, I'm as clever as Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, right. I, I thought of this at the same time as him. Yeah, I, I, I think maybe that's the thing that saves it from being too hacky. Yeah. Like, you know, the way that David Fincher plays it and Jesse Eisenberg plays it, like the, the fact that, you know, I think between the three of them. They all know there's no way they could have had that sentence finished with right. relationship status. They just could not. And I think all three of them kind of realized, yeah, this is like this is a perfect time, yeah. you know, for, for us to kind of cut it off. And But although saying that, they've kind of done that with some of the stuff in this film anyway, where people kind of are about to say something obvious and kind of get cut off. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just obviously maybe it's just a bit of a sorkinism. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I know. I still do love the dash, though. I do love the kind of the almost falling down the stairs and like a, a tiny bit of physical comedy. Sure. You know, goes a long way sure you know i this is not like a slapstick film or anything but it's you know the enthusiasm is, you know jesse eisenberg of course at this point is actually playing someone who's about six or seven years younger than he actually was mm-hmm. so you know it makes him look a bit more youthful sure um, um and i you know you've kind of got to get that across that mark zuckerberg is you know he's 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 an enthusiastic 20 year old yeah. who's just thought of an idea you know yeah. so um, the other bit about about the relationship status that i like too is um as like a as like a touching point, I guess in the or touch point in the movie, uh, is that I I like the the fact that you know the whole movie being called the social network is you know obviously it's ironic right because it's like it's about Facebook which is a social network but then it's also being like yeah this guy was like extremely antisocial like he didn't know how to be social he was uh, uh, again on the spectrum um, so like he wasn't he wasn't good at having friends. And he wasn't good at being in a relationship. And so the fact that he built this social network seems very ironic in the, in the context of like the character and, and what the movie's about. Um, however, what he really did was invent a thing called a social net- network that is extremely or can be used as a tool to be antisocial, right? Like, oh, good. I don't have to talk to a girl and ask her if she's dating anyone. I can just stalk her on Facebook and find out, and then know whether or not I need to waste my time. Um, yeah. And and you know, and that's the same thing where it's like, oh, I don't need actual friends. I can have people will just friend me so that they have more friends, and we all together have all fake friends on this fake social media site. You know, and it's it's uh, I I just I really like the way that this movie plays with the the irony of what exactly he's doing versus who he is as a person. Uh, well, I feel like we've said about as much as we can about this minute. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot more relationship status to cover in the next minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, so I will give I will give one shout out to the fact that um, he is wearing the uh, he is wearing flip flops, but they're not just any flip flops. They're shower flip flops, which is like. <laughs> college 101 which is like everybody every everybody has those flip-flops because you don't use bare feet in the showers in the dorms because that's how you you get fungus so everyone has those flip-flops and i just and it's only the guys like the girl the girls they just wear them in the shower all the guys wear them all the time like so like all the all the men's showers are always filthy because like they were wearing the shoes that they just wear out all the time <laughs> in the shower. So like they'd wash their shoes while they wash the rest of them. Um, so it's, it's actually a perfect detail. Something that I missed because obviously I did not go to American college. Right. 
uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, but also, also when I was at university, I had an ensuite, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. when I think of flip flops, I think of the kind with like the little thong between your toe, like your big toe oh, and yeah, yeah. your toes. Yeah. And these are yeah. these are shower flip flops, the ones you just they're like slippers. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think um, one of the, like obviously Mark Zuckerberg admitted the only thing that this film got right was his uh, costuming. <laughs> um, so I, I guess maybe that's just something that some that maybe Eduardo probably mentioned to them said, oh yeah, Mark used to wear those shower flip flops all the time. Yeah, and maybe that's just a detail that they kind of carried over. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, as this is the Monday episode and this is the Monday question, uh, did you see the Social Network at the cinema? Oh yeah, no, I saw it uh, opening opening night. I think i might have saw um or maybe maybe even opening day i don't remember what time but i definitely saw it uh the very first opportunity that i could uh see it and it was uh it was a packed theater and uh it was it was it was great uh i remember seeing the the trailer and being blown away by that and you know this movie came out shortly after um shortly after i had really like put together who Aaron Sorkin was um, as far as like I had already watched Studio 60 and that's like I think where I first learned who Aaron Sorkin was and then I went back and watched all of West Wing um, and then this was happening and it, I was fascinated by the fact that it was the director of Fight Club and Seven directing a script by Aaron Sorkin about Facebook uh, that was fascinating to me and so uh, I had to see this uh, immediately, um, and uh, and I and I really loved it. I really really loved it. Uh, it's it's I mean it's a it's a great movie. And as far as it's as far as like biopics are concerned, this is a very crowd pleasing biopic. Um, and and I think that it just it just works really really well. And you know it doesn't have a lot of the it doesn't have a lot of the biopic tropes. Um, you know, there's, it, 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 it has, it has, it definitely has a few, uh, but it's not so overwhelmed with them where it kind of ruins the movie. Um, I'm looking at you, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty solid one. And I, and I, I like, uh, everything that it, it tries to do as far as, um, you know, uh, uh, finding a way to tell the best story rather than being the most historically accurate. I think that that's important when you're making a movie because um, otherwise you just get, you know, a life's greatest hits, uh, which isn't a movie. And too many times things called movies are released that have that structure and they are not <laughs> movies. They're just a life's greatest hits. And uh, that's not that's not entertaining or a story or anything. So I like that Aaron Sorkin put in the extra trouble to um, actually turn this guy's life into like a poignant story that actually has meaning and theme and um, all kinds of stuff. So that was that was good. The point of his life was not just to create Facebook, you know, like that's not the only thing that was important to this person. And if that's the only per important thing is their creation then there's no point in making a movie about them so i i appreciated no. what uh what aaron sorkin did with the script here uh i mean it, it, the thing is you've mentioned bohemian rhapsody a couple of times of course joseph Mazzello is in bohemian rhapsody um playing john deacon mm -hmm. um which is weird because i think like those might be the only two joseph Mazzello films that i've actually seen at the cinema uh, <laughs> other than 
other than the Lost World Jurassic Park. I think those were the only three films of his that I've actually seen <laughs> at the cinema. Yeah. Um, and there's like a decade between each of those. So, well, uh, I feel like we said about as much as we can. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Scott? Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. And uh, if you want to you wanna check out my uh, podcast, you can go to DuelingGenre.com. Uh, and you can check me out there. I've got uh, a great number of things, but um, I'll just start there and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll spread out my plugs throughout the week if that's okay. <laughs> so go to duelinggenre.com and uh, check out all the podcasts there. And you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute or on Twitter at social underscore minutes or on Facebook at social minute podcast. Uh, thanks for being my guest here today, Scott. Thanks. And I will see you tomorrow.